Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? Um, are we all good? Yes? No? I really, really hope so. Um, right. To start off with today, okay. Uh, well, first of all, um, happy Monday. First of all, we're going to do the riddle like we normally do. But I do have an apology to make in a second. Again, <laughs> I seem to spend my entire life apologising. Um, but the riddle from yesterday was, I think this is so funny. Uh, the riddle actually was, and it came from Geo. Um, why was the baby strawberry crying? Hmm? And I love the answer. It's because its parents were in a jam. Oh, yes, that's so funny. Thank you for that, Geo. And this one is one of yours as well. Um, so today's riddle is um, I can't go left and I can't go right. I'm forever stuck in a building over three stories high. What am I? Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I can't go left and I can't go right, but I'm forever stuck in a building over three stories high. So what am I? Uh, that's a geo um, riddle as well. So let's see if you can answer it. Um, right now. OK, so the apology. Um my apology is to Andrew or and to everybody else, okay? But Andrew was the one that pointed it out to me, pointed my mistake out. Um, now, first of all, we know, we all know that my memory is absolutely shocking. It's terrible. Um, and it's terrible anyway, regardless of when it is. Um, but it's even more terrible when... I um, am doing something new because I forget it's not in my habit to do it. So um, I write things down, but sometimes I forget to even write things down. So, um, yeah. So this true false question that I'm supposed to be doing every day, which I think is an amazing idea. And I love the fact um, and I'm actually learning things from it as well. Um, because it's a new thing, I am still having to, you know, force myself to remember. However, yesterday, apparently, <laughs> I didn't remember. And not only did I not remember that, but I forgot, um, even more importantly, I forgot to um, answer the one from the previous day. Hmm. Now, the only problem with this is um, I can't remember what question it was that I did not, didn't answer. So I'm going to have to do three. I'm going to have to answer three because I can't remember which one it was that I said um, and which one I didn't answer. So here goes. 
So bear with me while we, because you may have heard these ones. You may have heard the answer to them. Um, you may not have even heard the question because I may not have uh, actually asked these questions. But hey-ho, let's crack on and do these ones, shall we? So the first one that it could have been that I forgot was the goldfish one. So was it true or false that goldfish can only have memories up to four seconds? Now, I thought this one was true because I thought I possibly was a goldfish in a previous life. And that's why my memory is so bad. Um, but apparently it's false. Uh, scientists have proved that goldfish have memories that last for months. So it turns out goldfish have got better memories than I have as well. Um, so I didn't know that. That is a new thing to me. Uh, the second question that it could have been was, uh, was it true or false that fruit flies were the first living creatures in space? Um, and you know those horrible fruit flies, those little tiny things that are flying around your fruit bowl or they annoyingly fly around your face when you're just... I don't know, just sat there minding your own business. They do not have um, any any knowledge of personal space. <laughs> um, so did was it true or false that they sent those horrible things up into space? Well, actually, it was true. They were the first things um, that were sent up into space. They went up on the V2 rocket in 1947. There you go. Um, and this is the third one that it could have been. You might not have even heard this one. I don't know because I can't remember whether it was just one that I um, forgot to say yesterday. Uh, so we'll go with it anyway. Um, so is it true or false that there are uh, or that thunderstorms do not exist in space? What do you think? Do thunderstorms exist in space? True or false? Well, it is true. Thunderstorms do exist in space. Scientists, astronauts, whatever, have seen evidence, seen them working, seen them performing their magic in space. So, yes, um thunderstorms do exist in space now i'm going to do a true or false question now okay and that's to be answered tomorrow oh fingers crossed that i will actually remember i'm going to write it down now so that i do remember so is it true or false that lightning is seen before it's heard because light travels faster than sound is that true or is that false? Dun, 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 dun. Um, so I will give you the answer to that tomorrow, I promise. <laughs> oh, my goodness me, my memory. Um, right now, I've had about seven different messages from different people all asking different questions about the universe, the world, the, the sun, um, planets, stars, all the solar system. Okay. 
Um, so what I'm going to do is uh, I've borrowed a book from my son and it's called Why Do Planets Orbit the Sun? Um, and it's all about the universe. So um, I'm not going to answer, I'm not going to do what I usually do and answer the questions individually. What I'm going to do instead of a fun fact, so we usually have a fun fact about something different every day. We're going to have, um, I'm going to read a little bit about from this book um, until basically all the questions have been answered. So that's instead of the fun fact for a little while until we've answered all the questions. But we do still have some sporty fun facts. So let's see. Uh, what are these? Oh, that's that one. That was the last one from yesterday. So the sporty fun facts for the day um, are, and I think this is, yeah, this is the very last day of sporty fun facts. Unless you've got some that you might wish to share. In the 1938 World Cup semi-final, Italian player Giuseppe Massasa's shorts fell down when he was taking a penalty shot and he calmly pulled his shorts back up and scored. Woo woo. Footballer Fernando de Coli once got so angry when he was given a red card. See, this is why I prefer um, rugby. That he snatched the card from the referee and ate it. Oh, my goodness. In 1971, golf became the only sport to be played on the moon when Alan Shepard hit a golf ball using a golf club head he had smuggled inside his space suit. Wozers. In 1995, oh my goodness, a Manchester City fan used to celebrate City goals by swinging dead chickens around his head until he was banned from bringing the birds, which I think so. I think that's probably wise, don't you? At the ancient Olympics, men competed in the nude. Woo! My goodness. And can you believe it? Oh, I can believe it because it will be it would be men that did this. In ancient Japan, contests were held to see who could fart the loudest and longest. I can imagine my boys doing that, holding a competition. Um, so there you go. A man in Hawaii has invented a three-player table for table tennis, calling it tri-pong. It has see-through plastic nets to divide the table into three wedges, one for each player. And very lastly, doodly-doo. In 2005, American skier Lindsay Vonn won a World Cup in France. She was offered the choice of an additional $1,200 in prize money or a cow. And she chose the cow. What? 
that's a bit of a um a mystery why would you chase a cow instead of one thousand two hundred dollars mind you i suppose you'd get milk for free forever oh that's lovely <laughs> so there we have um the end of the sporty fun facts now um we have got why do planets orbit the sun all about the universe and it starts off with astronomy okay so on a clear dark night it is possible to see about four thousand is that four thousand yeah four thousand stars in the sky our sun and all these stars belong to our milky way galaxy there are Billions of other galaxies in the universe. Blimey. Astronomy is a study of the stars, planets, galaxies and the rest of the universe. Astronomers use telescopes to look into space. Some telescopes detect light from far away objects. Other telescopes detect heat or radio waves from far away objects. Information from telescopes tells astronomers how hot stars are, what gas clouds are made of, and how fast galaxies are moving. And you can learn about the night sky with the naked eye, a pair of binoculars, or a telescope. Now, you don't need to have astronomy as a hobby, okay? You don't need a telescope to discover the night sky. Learn some of the constellations. So the constellations are the patterns in which the stars are formed. Then you can spot planets and watch for meteors or shooting stars. It's lovely when you see a shooting star because then you can make a wish. But you can also use a pair of binoculars to look at the night sky. You will be able to see the craters on the moon and the stars in the Milky Way. Well, there you go. Now, the solar system, okay. The solar system is made up, or our solar system is made up of the sun and the planets that travel around it. Compared to the Earth, the solar system is huge. But compared to the rest of the universe, the solar system is a tiny, tiny speck. There are eight major planets that orbit the sun. They are the main members of the solar system. Six of the planets have moons. And then there are more than 60 moons altogether in the solar system. Pluto used to be a planet. Okay, it used to be called a planet. Uh, today, scientists call Pluto a dwarf planet. It's being downgraded, I'm afraid. Um, and this is because it travels further from the sun than the eight major planets. So... Um, the solar system, the formation of the solar system, the solar system first formed about mm, 4,600 million years ago. 
And how did it form? Well, the brand new sun was surrounded by a huge disk of gas and dust. Material in the disk began to clump together and after millions of years, the largest clumps had become the planets. Comets, asteroids and meteoroids are the smaller leftover pieces. Now that's what um, a lot of people call the Big Bang Theory. Okay, that is when um, Earth as we know it and the solar system, the universe, whatever, um, began because of the Big Bang. Um, so it, the brand new sun and all the rest of it. Now, in around 1960... I'm not reading this. I'm I'm reading. I'm saying this from from what I know. Um, some people don't think that the Big Bang um, existed or happened, um, but the reason that we know it did, you can't dispute that it did happen, is because um, somewhere in the 1960s, uh, they realised uh, astronomers and scientists realised that you can actually still see the after effects, the afterglow of the Big Bang. It's still up there to, to see. So you can't really dispute the fact that it happened um, if you can still see it. So there you go. <laughs> That's just something that I've, I've picked up and I know. Um, so rocky planets, Mercury, Venus, Earth and Mars are the planets nearest the sun, okay? They are small and rocky. Can you, do you actually think of Earth as a small, rocky planet? You don't, do you? Um, you can see Venus from the Earth. It looks very bright and is found in the West just after sunset. Wowzers. Um, gas giants... Um, they're Jupiter and Saturn. They are giant gas planets. And Jupiter is covered with colourful swirling clouds and is 11 times longer than the Earth. And Saturn is surrounded by rings. And the rings are made from swarms of icy chunks. I thought they were hot, but apparently they're made from swarms of icy chunks and they range from pieces the size of a golf ball right up to boulders the size of a house. Wow. Um, Uranus and Neptune are made of gas and ice. Uh, at the north and the south pole on Uranus, night and day... Each last 42 years, Earth years, that is, okay. Um, and that's because the planet is tilted on its side and the poles point away from the sun for 42 years. Wowzers. Pluto is tiny and it's made of rock and ice, okay. Now, lastly today just give you a few facts about um, how far away each planet is and how long it takes to orbit uh, the sun. So Mercury, 
Okay, it's 58 million kilometres away from the sun. And the time it takes to orbit that um, the sun is 88 days. Okay, so that's 88 Earth days. Okay. Um, Venus is 108 million kilometres away from the sun. And it takes 225 Earth days um, to orbit the sun. Oh, bear with me. Sorry about that. Um, where are we? Uh, Earth is 150 million kilometres from the sun. And it takes 365 days to orbit the sun. So that's 365 days because that's the year isn't it um so mars is next and that's 228 million kilometers from the sun and that takes three 687 days earth days um to orbit the sun now we make a big jump next because next comes jupiter and Jupiter is 778 million kilometres from the sun and it takes 12 Earth years to orbit around the sun. Wowzers. Saturn, 1,427 million kilometres away and 30 Earth years to orbit. Uranus is 2,860 million kilometres away and it takes 84 years or 84 Earth years to orbit. Um, Neptune is next and that's 4,500 million kilometres away and it takes 165 years to orbit the sun. And this is like amazing because Pluto, um, and as I said before, Pluto travels around and it travels the furthest away. So when it's nearest the sun, it's 4,435 million kilometres away from the sun. And at its furthest, it's 7,372 million kilometres from the sun. Whoa. But whether it's near or far, it takes 248 years, Earth years, to orbit the sun. Whoa. Blimey, that is just, oh my goodness, imagine that. So, imagine having a birthday on Pluto. <laughs> You'd live for a ripe, ripe old age. Um, or would you? Hmm, that's a question. So, that's, um, in fact, that's some of the, a uh, couple of the questions that have been asked. Um answered already 
and that's only in the first page of the book so there you go um it's a really really interesting book it's called a homework help book um so uh my daughter had it first and now it's my son's so there you go um right da, da, da. let's have a look uh so what day is it today well we know it's monday we know it's the 21st of august um it is national spumani day or spumoni not quite sure whether that's spumami or spumoni spumoni day i think and that is italian ice cream made um and it's like a dessert and it's made with cre ice cream cream fruit and nuts looks delicious i have to say um i would definitely definitely try that um it's poet's day so try writing me a poem i'd love to listen to some poetry from you um even if it's only a little tiny tiny one um send it to me um on my email address which is uh sally ann so that's s-a-l-l-y-a-n-n-e 1990 so that's 1990 at mail.com so send me your poems there i'd love that um or on messenger on facebook messenger um national senior citizen day so today is the day when you volunteer to um help somebody one of the elderly uh someone that's retired somebody that's possibly a little bit um you know a lot older than you um but needs help doing things maybe shopping or maybe a little bit of gardening or you know help around the house today is the day where you volunteer that help okay um now i asked yesterday if you'd ever been grounded and if so why because i was being really really no nosy wasn't i um so apparently um andrew you didn't say whether you'd been grounded or not um in your message um mia you've no you haven't been grounded sienna you made me laugh never there was no way that you've ever been grounded i do love that um but you also uh said that you know i knew that nobody that i that that listened to me would have been grounded i knew you were all good <laughs> but um sienna you said that you listened to me at bedtime in bed um and i have often wondered whether people that listen to me in bed um go to sleep manage to go to sleep because you know have i got a boring voice is my voice boring and sending people to sleep uh, but you said that my voice is not boring so thank you very much sienna um and uh you wonder sometimes how you go to sleep listening to me <laughs> that probably means i make a lot of noise um and you said also that cars drive on the left and the right in um new zealand um well cars do drive on the left and the right here as well but it's you sort of stick to one side of the road 
Um, so do cars just drive wherever they want to? I think, I have a feeling um, from programmes that I've watched, um, I have a feeling New Zealand kind of may drive on the same side as here, on the left-hand side. Ask your mum and dad and see. Um, and that is all of the, da, 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 um, all of the, the messages that I've got today. I didn't have anywhere and any other message. Um, so how about a story? What do you think? Which story shall we have? I think we should have the next chapter in Amelia Jane. What do you think? Yes? Yeah, why not? Um, I think it's chapter four. And it's called Amelia Jane and the Cowboy Doll. I bet she's naughty. So, one day, a funny little doll came to stay with the toys oh excuse me in the nursery he was a cowboy doll he didn't belong to the children who owned the nursery he was just lent to them for a few days he was dressed in shaggy trousers leather tunic and a cowboy hat he was very smart indeed and the other toys were oh just a bit afraid of him he could ride the old wooden horse and made it gallop as fast as it could be round and round the nursery and once he even climbed up onto the big rocking horse and made it rock so fast that the horse rumpfed in surprise and Nanny came running in to see what all the noise was about. The cowboy doll only just had time to hop off the horse and lie down on the floor where he had been put by the children. Another thing he could do was rather marvellous. He had a long rope and he could lasso anything with it that he liked. The toys would say to him, lasso that tree on the toy farm, cowboy doll. And he would quickly throw his looped rope over the end. Uh, and the end, sorry, would neatly curl around the apple um, tree and topple it over. He would lasso anything, even a pin stuck in the floor. And then, of course, Amelia Jane began to tell him naughty things to do. Cowboy doll, do lasso the clockwork mouse, she whispered. Oh, do. Look, he's over there sniffing at that brick. The cowboy doll grinned. <laughs> he had a most wicked face. He threw his rope neatly and the loop at the end dropped right over the mouse's head. Click! The mouse gave a squeak of surprise and tried to run away, but the rope held him tight. He was very frightened. You shouldn't tell the cowboy doll to do that, Amelia Jane, said Tom crossly. Why must you always get into mischief? Go and untie the mouse quickly. You go, Tom, said Amelia Jane, giggling as she thought of more mischief. You're better at knots than I am. Well, the mouse was squealing so loudly that Tom really thought he had better go and help. 
So off he went, and Amelia Jane nudged the cowboy doll and whispered to him, Where's your other rope? Lasso Tom, he will get such a shock. So when Tom was bending over the mouse, trying to undo the loop of rope around him, there came a whizzing noise through the air, and another rope fell neatly right around Tom's waist. Click! It pinned his arms to his sides and he couldn't move. What a shock he got! You're my prisoner, Tom, grinned the cowboy doll. Come over here. I won't, scowled Tom. Let me go. But he had to walk over to the cowboy doll. And Amelia Jane, because the cowboy pulled hard at the rope, and Tom had to come with it. Oh, he was so angry. Amelia Jane thought lassoing was a lovely thing to do. She wanted to learn, and the cowboy doll said he would teach her. Oh dear, that's not good, is it? No, you are not to teach her, said the golden-haired doll sharply. She is quite naughty enough without learning any more tricks. You are not to teach her. But the cowboy doll was not used to obeying other people, so he took no notice at all. He began to teach Amelia Jane, and she tried very hard to learn. Soon she could throw a rope wonderfully well. And then, ah, oh, what a time the poor toys had. They never knew when a rope was going to come whizzing through the air after them, falling over their heads and shoulders. It was most worrying. Amelia Jane practised hard but she could not get quite so good at it as the cowboy doll. Once she sent the rope flying through the air to catch the teddy bear as he walked along, and she missed him and got the rope round the chimney of the doll's house. Of course, she pulled too hard, and the chimney came off and fell on top of the bear's head. He was very cross indeed, and threw the chimney at Amelia Jane. <gasps> She threw it back and it almost hit the nursery cat on the nose. He was most surprised and looked as if he would eat Amelia Jane. So she ran into the cupboard till the cat had gone down to the kitchen for his dinner. The toys made her climb up to the doll's house roof and put the chimney on again. She didn't like that at all, but she had to do it. But even then she wouldn't stop lassoing things. She lassoed the humming top when it was spinning and made it fall down in a fright. She threw her rope at a cow in the farmyard, but caught the farmer himself and jerked him so high in the air that he really thought he was flying. He came down in the coal scuttle and was very angry about it. He told all his cows to go and bite Amelia Jane, and she had to climb up onto a shelf out of their way. Another time, she was very naughty indeed. She thought she would lasso Noah, who lived in the wooden ark, and give him a shock. She, he didn't like Amelia Jane, and he wouldn't even say good morning to her when he met her. So Amelia waited for him to come out with all his animals. 
I'll lasso him now, she whispered to the cowboy doll with a grin. Watch me. She sent the rope through the air. Whizz! But she missed Noah. And the rope fell neatly around two tigers and two bears. How they roared and growled. They bit through the ropes in a twinkling, left the line of animals and tore over to where Amelia was standing with the cowboy doll. The bears bit the cowboy doll's shaggy trousers so hard that they made a hole in them. And the tiger scratched Amelia Jane on her legs and you should have heard her yell. It serves you right, said Tom, who had been watching. We've told you ever so many times not to keep lassoing people. So for a while, just a little while, Amelia Jane was good. But then something happened that made her bad again. Somebody left a bag of sweets on the nursery mantelpiece. They belonged to one of the children Nanny had put them there. Amelia Jane saw them and looked longingly at them, for she loved eating lots of sweets and chocolates. How could she possibly get those sweets? She looked up at the mantelpiece and thought hard. The clock ticked away there. The goldfish globe winked back. It, st it stood on the mantelpiece too and was full of little black tadpoles that the children had found in the ponds. The china cat stood there too, watching the tadpoles wriggling. And just by the cat was that bag of sweets. Oh, I know how I can get them, said Amelia suddenly. I can lasso them with the cowboy's rope. Cowboy, cowboy doll, where are you? Will you lend me your rope for a moment? Well, the cowboy doll untied it. He always kept it tied round his waist. He gave it to Amelia Jane and asked her what she wanted it for. I'm going to lasso that bag of sweets on the mantelpiece and get it down here, said naughty Amelia Jane. Then we'll share the sweets, cowboy doll. Well, you better let me do the lassoing, said the cowboy. You'll only go and lasso the cat or the clock, Amelia Jane. No, I want to do it, said Amelia. She looked up at the mantelpiece and swung the rope carefully. Whizz! It flew up to the mantelpiece. It missed the bag of sweets. It missed the clock. It just missed the china cat. Ah! <gasps> But it caught the goldfish bowl. It fell neatly around it. The rope was tight. It pulled at the bowl. It toppled over. The watching toys gave a shriek. The water poured out of the bowl all over Amelia and the cowboy doll, who were just underneath. Tadpoles fell down their necks and flopped onto the floor. The bowl fell off too and all the toys thought it would smash on the floor. Ha ha! But no, it was too clever for that. It fell onto Amelia Jane's head and there she stood wet through with the glass bowl on her head like an extra big hat. 
Well, really, the toy simply couldn't help laughing. She looked too funny. And the cowboy doll, too, was soaked from head to foot. He was trying to get a tadpole which had fallen down his back and tickling him dreadfully. Don't stand there laughing like this, said Tom suddenly. Those tadpoles will die out of water. Quick, get something to put them into. The toys looked around for something, but all they could think of was Amelia Jane's teacup. She was a big doll, so she had a very big cup. The toys put some water in it and then picked up the poor wriggling tadpoles. They found the one down the cowboy's neck and took two from Amelia's neck as well. Dear, dear, what an excitement there was. What do you want to bother with silly tadpoles for when Amelia Jane and I are all wet through? cried the cowboy doll crossly. Please dry us. It's more important to save the tadpoles than to bother about you, said the clown. You can dry yourselves. It was your own fault that all this has happened. Amelia Jane had no right to try and lasso sweets that didn't belong to her. Amelia squeezed out of her wet things and took the bowl off her head. It was rather a tight fit, and at first she thought she might have to wear the bowl all the rest of her life. That did give her a shock. She stood by the fire and tried to dry herself. She felt very cold and sad. The cow cowboy doll was wet too, and very angry. You are silly, he said to Amelia Jane. Why didn't you let me do the lassoing? I could have got the bag of sweets then, but all we got was cold water and tadpoles. Amelia Jane said nothing, but dear me, when she found that her teacup was full of swimming tadpoles, she was horrified. Oh, how can I ever drink out of my nice cup again, she wept. It will be all tadpole -y. Oh, Amelia Jane, stop being silly, said Tom sternly. You've made enough mischief without being stupid too. What do you suppose Nanny will say when she finds the tadpoles upset and the bowl on the rug? Well, Nanny said a lot. She simply could not understand what had happened. At first she thought it was the cat who had done it. But no, Tibbs had been in the kitchen all the time, so he couldn't get the blame. Then she caught sight of the cowboy doll who was standing in a corner, still very wet. I believe it's you with your lasso, you naughty doll, she said. Back you go to your own home. Well, perhaps Amelia Jane will be good now that the cowboy doll has gone, said the teddy to the clown. Mm, but I don't expect she will be. Do you? Somehow, I don't think so. <laughs> oh dear. Never mind, eh? Uh, if she was good all the time. There wouldn't be stories about her being bad and naughty, would there? So we wouldn't be able to read them because probably her being good would not make such fun stories. Oh, my goodness me. Anyway, um, what are you doing on this lovely sun Monday morning? Sunday? Monday morning. Um, are you going to school? Well, if you are, have a lovely day. Enjoy yourself. If you're not... What are you going to do? I want to know what your plans are. Um, me, I am getting ready uh, to do another craft fair next Saturday because um, I need to get lots and lots of things all made 
and finished so um so yeah please 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 have a lovely day let me know on the end of this story what your plans are what you're up to i would like to know actually jasper if you enjoyed um the fair in london and did you enjoy the roller coaster there you go i'm remembered see i can remember some things i remembered that you are you were going weren't you um so i really hope that you enjoyed it uh so let me know what you thought of the fair and the roller coaster and what you thought of london um whereabouts you went in london don't forget your poems um really 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 would love to read some poems that you've made up um and yeah just let me know what your plans are <laughs> so i will uh see you all again tomorrow okay and make sure that whatever your plans are for the day make sure you take care and stay safe okay see you all again tomorrow bye for now